Are we really doing this? Yeah. Why not? All right. Hit it. Shut up and sit down. And we're back in better than ever. I'm your host, Wesley Cummings. And on my left is Evan Sherwood. Evan, how's it going? It's going great. Is this going to become a thing? Uh, the on your left thing? Yeah. Yeah, why not? I don't have a problem with it. I, I, I approve 100%. I was just asking. All right. Let's get then into it. Then it's a thing. Uh, all right. We're on episode four of the Stuck in the All In podcast. Uh, last episode, we talked Endgame. Strictly Endgame. We're going to continue talking a little bit Endgame in this episode, uh, but also previewing MCU Phase 4, what they're going to be doing. Because this isn't it. This isn't the end. Right. What comes next is just as exciting as what we have experienced for the last decade. Uh, So, yeah, Endgame was a great kind of way to finish us off at Far From Home and then... To take us into that next yeah. phase. And so if you haven't seen Endgame, go see Endgame. If you haven't listened to our last episodes, go listen to them. Before you see Endgame, please, please yeah. listen yeah. to our first two or three episodes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're going to dive into it. Uh, so the first thing I want to get into is, did you see the new Spider-Man Far From Home trailer? I did. I, that was a rhetorical question. I know you did. How many times you watched it? Five? Yeah, I feel like I've watched it like once a day since it came out. Yeah. Um, I love Tom Holland at the beginning. Like, if you haven't seen Endgame, don't watch this. Go see Endgame. Right. And watch it. Because they totally spoil things. Oh, yeah. And they already start explaining Endgame. I was surprised by that. Uh, you know, like, like starts, the, the trailer starts with Peter talking to Happy, saying, I miss Tony. Everywhere I look, I see his face, you know, and he's crying and happy seems to be having, like, an, they seem to be, like, having this emotional remembering Tony time. Um, but then there's the moment where he goes back to, you see Fury, and Fury says to him, or, or he's like, this is, I forget, but he's like, this is Mysterio, and he's like, I wish to be at somebody like you on my planet. And he's like, my planet? And he's like, yeah, he's from an alternate universe, uh, the snap created a, a schism in time. Right. And they right off the bat, you know they're gonna they're setting up the multiverse. Right. There's no other explanation. That's exactly what it is. And I love it because it explains away Endgame and the problems that people had. Like, well, they redid Guardians of the Galaxy, so are they gonna go back and redo the first one? It's like no. When they went back in time to get the stones, they went to an alternate universe unintentionally. And so when they snapped, they had stones from different universes, so they undid stuff, and now there's going to be all this crossover. Right. I love it. From multi-universes. Yeah, and so Cap going back and living in living with Peggy, he might have gone back to another universe, not the one we lived in. I mean, granted, they kind of left it open, like, what if Steve is the person that Peggy's talking about in the beginning of... Winter Soldier, that he, he, she got married, you know, he was a World War II vet with Cap, all that stuff. He could be Cap, just a different name. Right. So, I mean, I like that. Multiverse. That's cool. Uh, and Spider-Man Far From Home, like, 
issue I have is that Peter Parker and all his friends, they all got snaptured. You know, like they're all the same age. Five years later, same cast. They're all 16 now. and So that's really unlucky. When you think about it, 50-50 chance and you and all your friends get snapped. Right. That's, I mean... That's unlucky. Just there's another way to look. I'm at it. sure there's bound to be a few of them that we'll remember who have lived on, maybe. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. But how? I how does that work? I have no idea. I said this in the last episode. How much? How more? Much more powerful, the title is now. Far from home. Like they're five years in the five years in the future. They're readjusting to life. The snaps happen. The unsnaps happen. Tony's dead. Cap's gone. Black Widow's gone. Like you have. Thor's off in space. Captain Marvel's unavailable. Quoting the trailer. You think about Far From Home, you think who from that movie is from another home. Right? And Mysterio's Far From Home. That's right. So, there's so many different things for that to where it's like, uh, it could be his, his home that he's far from. So, there's a, yeah. It's a good good title for that movie. So, I like that it's... Spider-Man seems to be wrapping up perfectly... Or, I mean, maybe putting a period at an, on Endgame. Like, no, no, I'm not leaving it open. Right. That's what that's what this movie's supposed to do. Is that's, Endgame was supposed to be the end mm-hmm. of Phase 3 yep. into Phase 4. But they moved it back and said, okay, we're going to make Far From Home the end right. and, of Phase 3 and make Phase 4 start. And they're setting up the multiverse. So that's kind of cool. Like... That's the direction they're going, and they they've sensed also MCU's and I'd lo- like to get your thoughts on this. Uh, MCU since announced some TV shows, Ghost Rider, coming to Hulu, Hellstrom, come to Hulu. Like and it's the original Ghost Rider from Marvel Agents of Shield, like that's awesome. Yeah. Um, you get WandaVision, you got Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then supposedly Ronan slash Hawkeye. Uh, and those those are going to be Mar those are going to be Disney Plus. Uh, I can tell you right now, I could have told you this when they announced it, but I'm signing up for Disney Plus. Yeah, of course you are. Yeah, four with, Marvel movies and three Star Wars shows. With all the Star Wars and Marvel content that Disney Plus will have. Yeah. Not to mention other content that is probably highly consumable. Uh, of course. So it kind of gives you a look, and in in MCU is also announced or release that like once the Fox Disney merger is complete they're going to start looking at the X-Men coming into the MCU and but it'll be a reboot so don't be looking to see any of the current characters right. it's going to be a reboot yeah it's going to be brand new brand new characters taking up those roles yeah so those are shows that, that, that are coming out, and, and we know well, that... Well, except the X-Men. X-Men isn't. X-Men, X-Men and Fantastic Four are probably part of Phase 3, or, or sorry, not Phase 3, Phase 4 or 5 in some regard. They're, four, they're 5 to 7 years out. And we still have, coming up in the next two years, a Black Panther film, a Doctor Strange film, Guardians a Guardians film, and a Black Widow. Supposedly. Which is rumored to be a solo film. I don't know if yeah. that was just rumored to throw us off of Endgame and not let us know that that was what was going to happen, but yeah. it's still a rumor that next year there's going to be a Black Widow solo film. Supposedly. Yeah. And, and there's also going to be a um, Shang-Chi martial arts kung fu type movie. 
Uh, there's going to be the Eternals. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in the works. There's a lot of TV shows and movies that are and, going to be intertwined together uh, to be able to tell different parts of the stories, and I'm sure they'll have uh, bits and pieces of crossover that'll make mm-hmm. them amazing. And I kind of have an issue with this a little bit in that, you know, when you think about the Marvel TV shows on Netflix, uh, Daredevil, Lucas Cage, like they kind of talk about the New York event, um, but they don't say that it was a Thanos attack. You know, they... Uh, it's just like this generalized this thing to kind of link them to the MCU. Like something happened in New York. Yeah. We they, know there was some sort of event. It's like, we know exactly what yeah. that event was. Right, and so they kind of link it that way. But now I pr- a problem I'll have with these TV shows if they kind of separate them from the theaters, the, from the movie screen. Like, you're talking about Wanda and Vision and Winter Soldier and... Sam Wilson and Hawkeye. Like, those are key Avengers that have been in movies. To separate them from whatever is going to happen on the screen for the next 10 years, I think is the wrong way to go about it. You need... I'm hoping that they... Tie, like, they're, if they're going to be on TV, I hope they still tie them into the movies so that in future team-ups down the road or move, Avengers movie down the road, they can still be a part of it. Right, yeah. The, to... To segment them into a certain area and to not allow them back into the film aspect of it would be a crucial mistake. Yeah. Because that was one thing I didn't like. Like, you were kind of hoping that when they did have the final Infinity War that you were going to see Daredevil and Lucas Cage and Jessica Jones and Iron Fist. Like, that would have been fun. But it just, the way that they wrote it, it didn't work. And I had an issue with that. Like, because those are key Marvel characters. They're not just people that say, eh, whatever. Um, I'm glad Daredevil's going to get another season. I think Lucas Cage is getting another season on Disney+. Plus. I think they're reviving all of them. I, I don't uh, know if they're doing the Defenders, I, but I think they're doing all four of those characters again. They are. And I think they're doing... I think Disney Plus is also doing a... I don't know if they're doing a Punisher. I think they're keeping that off. But they're going to do pretty, a, a That's pretty Loki. violent for... Yeah, they're doing Loki. The L- Loki series. Which, yeah. That, we didn't even talk about that in the last that's episode. That's exciting. What happened to Loki. Speaking of multiverse, he's free somewhere. Like, so is he free in, like, call it Prime, Earth Prime, you know, Earth Earth One, whatever you want to call it, Star Trek or DC, whatever. It's like, or is he, is it another universe that he's free? And that's where we're going to watch him. Because right. I don't want that. I want him to be in the main universe. Right. That, that would be exciting. I'm excited to see that one. Uh, and Dr. Okay. I don't know if you caught this, but I've been thinking, of course, I've been thinking of Endgame a lot, but there's a moment with Okoye, and she's, she's the little, she's a hologram talking to um, Black Widow, and she says there's been an a earthquake off the coast of Wakanda in the ocean, and I don't know, for those of you that are listening, that you know this, what's off the coast of Wakanda, underneath the ocean, Atlantis, who's the king of Atlantis? Namor. I think in Black Panther 2, we're going to have like this nemesis Black Black Panther versus Namor. Because Namor is kind of like an anti-hero. So I think that's one direction they could go. Got the Fantastic Four. It's never been done right. MCU will do it right. And that's really easy to explain away. X-Men's a little harder because it's like, okay... um, 
X Men have always been around, so now all of a sudden they're around, like they're out in the open because after this after this resnap, I guess the unsnap, Tony snap, now they're there. Now, what one theory I heard is that that the people that were dusted, they may have gotten like this X gene or mutation when they were brought back, and now the X Men are born from that. Something that is like, hey, this is basically five years of compression brought to now, basically mutated a gene, and now you are. Yeah. You have that X gene. And it's funny, like, this is what the third, gonna be the third time they're rebooting the X Men series, and we've had three reboot, or the three Spider Mans, and this is just since 2000. Like, we're not talking, like, ever. We're just talking the last eight, 19 years. But I think that's an interesting way to go. I'm most excited for Spider-Man. I mean, period. I don't have any other any qualms about saying that. I love Spider-Man. Peter Parker's my homeboy. Um, I have a Spider-Man case. I have a... Oh, you're Spider-Man Spider- head to toe. Yeah, and then I got... This is my ringtone. We're ready to go. So good. The violin... I might take violin lessons after hearing this now. I'm gonna I'm gonna Craigslist to use violin and go uh, figure out how to do that. Yeah. So, Spider Man. I, I yeah. Sp- Spider Man. Obviously, it's next, right? Yes. It's the end of this phase, and Spider Man is a character who, through Endgame, we now love more than ever because he is. Who Tony Stark wanted to be chose. Tony well, chose him to. Well, Tony him. chose him, but I think the reason Tony chose him is because Tony saw himself, and Tony saw himself, and saw the ability to say, "Hey, I can mold myself into what I should have been, rather than who I became and who I am now." You're talking Tony could have molded Peter right. into what, or what what Tony became earlier, meaning like. If somebody had done to me at 16, right. what I'm going to do for Peter? If Tony had a father who Howard. was around and was able to do the things for him that Tony wanted to, right. Tony's able to give that to Peter, I think. And that, yeah. that's really what we see in this, in this next movie is that, okay, kind of Iron Man passing the torch yeah. to Peter. And I think that's what I'm also most excited about because it's kind of the evolution of Tony continuing. From I mean, and you had that beautiful moment where he's 19, back in nineteen seventies talking with his dad, and you hear him say to his say to Howard say to Tony says, you know I haven't met the kid yet, but there's al- already nothing I want to do for him, you know for Tony to hear that, like my dad did love me. Right. And, and it, you knew at that point that was that. That was close. That was that forever love too. That wasn't just something where you're that, saying I like you oh yeah 3, I love you, but that is. Oh, I love you three thousand. Yeah. And and. That'll pierce your heart. When, when you day. take that and you and then you look at Spider-Man Homecoming, you know, you have these moments with Tony and Peter where it's clearly father-son relationship. And then again in Infinity War on the spaceship, you know, he's like, you didn't think this through. Don't tell me you thought this through. Like, total, like, it's like the adults are talking. Right. You know, you... you and I think you see it culminate in Endgame where he hugs him and Peter saying goodbye also as Tony dies... You know, and Pepper says, we'll be okay. You can rest now. You know, now I think that continues into this one where it's Tony was 
pouring into him and instilling a leadership quality, a, a warrior, a hero qualities into him to, so that when he was gone, and you're happy saying the preview, that happy, that, that if Tony wouldn't have made the decision, if he didn't know, everybody was going to be okay, specifically right. Peter. Because I think it's clear that Peter, that Spider-Man is taking the place of Tony, Tony Stark, in, in like in, in Iron Man, meaning that he's going to become that person, the technology, the... You think Peter Parker takes on the Iron Man mantle? mantle. Yes. All right. Because they, they kind of hint it, too, because it's like, remember, in the preview, you see Peter talking to, 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 uh, to Fury, and Fury's like, um, it's like, well, what about Thor? Why me? Off planet. Well, Captain America, or Captain Marvel, unavailable. He's like, why me? He's like, you've been to space. You know, it's like, Fury's saying, no, dude, you're ready for this. You're ready to take the next step. You're ready right. to become one of the main members of the new Avengers. Right. I, but I, I don't know if I see Peter as being the next Iron Man. In what regard? I, I don't know. I mean, as of right now, if I'm thinking, okay, the, the immediate time frame, then yeah, okay, he is. But what about, what about Rhodey? Like, why couldn't he be? Why couldn't he take over? Well, they haven't... Marvel hasn't said what some of the Obviously, in the movies, you think Don Cheadle is, you know, 50 years old. He's looking at Okay, two. he can't really be it. Um, he can kind of also be explained away why he may be unavailable, because he does have a broken back, and right. he can't walk. So something could, could go wrong. Could it be Pepper? We've seen her with a suit now. True. Okay, but I'm not talking about Iron Man in the suit. I'm talking about what Iron Man represented. And I want you to think about. I want you to okay. take you back to the first Iron Man. How do? What's the end credit scene of Iron Man? The the mid credit after credit scene of Iron Man. Do you remember? He says, "I am Iron Man," and then the credits roll, and then they show him walking into his house, and who's there waiting for him? In the dark, Nick Fury, and he says, "I am Iron Man," and he gives him a hard time. What happens in the preview of Spider Man? Nick Fury's hiding in the dark, and he's like, Spider-Man. You know, it's like, there's a connection there. Clearly, they're trying to make reference to that. I see. I it. see I, mean, I got you. If, if you. When you point it out like that, there's definitely some similarity to it. And I, I definitely can see it, yeah. Well, and think, also think about this. In all the other Spider-Man movies we've had, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, they've never left New York. This sec already, Spider-Man's traveled to Titan and back. He's fought in a spaceship in the middle of space. Now he's going to Italy and fighting Mysterio. I mean, not to ruin anything. If you guys think Mysterio's a good guy, you're sorely mistaken. You get ready. Like, Mysterio's whole shtick is to make things appear in a way that they're not really happening. So I think he's coming to our Earth... To try to be some kind of hero. Like, you know, he's no Iron Man. You know, he's not. He's a right. bad guy. He will be a bad guy again. We will see that. Jake Gyllenhaal's a great actor, and I think he's going to do a great job. But they're setting it up for him to be like this global... I mean, he's got the jet. He's clearly getting tech from Stark Industries. You know, there's stuff going on behind the scenes that's setting up for him to be this tech mogul. And if you read the comics, Peter is a genius. 
Oh, yeah, through and through. We know that Peter Parker's a yeah. genius. He starts Parker Industries, does his own business stuff, creates his own tech. He created his own web shooters. It only starts there. Thanks for listening to us. If you like what you're hearing and it's music to your ears, please take a moment to rate us and review us on iTunes. We would also like to thank Ben Sound for that awesome intro music you heard. Go follow us on Instagram at stillpod and drop us a message to our email at stillpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to tell your friends about us. Now back to the show. All right, we're back. Thanks for taking that quick break. And like I said last time, I sure missed you guys. I hope you guys missed us. But um, I feel like that break gets longer every time we do it. I know. And just distance makes the heart grow fonder. So we're back. We were talking about Spider-Man and kind of talking about the direction we're going to go. But, you know, one thing I keep thinking about is are there going to be more Avenger movies? Like, I don't think they should do them. You know, if, if you know you have Phase 4 starting. You know, so like, what, 75% of the way through Phase 4 we get another Avenger movie? That feels cheap to me. You know, we just said goodbye to Tony. I feel like we, we, you got you got to think about the Avengers themselves. You think about Tony. You think about Cap. Think about Thor. You think about Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Think about Hawkeye and Hulk. Okay. Yeah, and like though that's the core Avengers, and that's the core Avengers. And we have enough, but think now about we only have now we have Spider Man, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. and Black Panther. Yeah, and Ant Man and Wasp and Shuri and Okoye. Like you have, we still have a ton of yeah. Avengers. You still have Guardians of the Galaxy, but the crew that we know, tried and true as the Avengers, right? Are and, gone. And that's what I mean is that. If you have another one in like three years or even five years, it's like feels cheap. It's like we, it's too soon. Like and so for me, if I'm looking at it, I think the direction the MCU needs to go and should go is team ups like Thor Ragnarok. You know where you have two or three heroes working together to come a goal, not just solo movies. You know like have have that because then they kind of feel like Avengers movies. Then you kind of feeling like. Okay, we're getting more heroes involved, like Black Panther. Like maybe they involve Winter Soldier, you know, and you know, and we get that. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think Captain Marvel is also universal. Yeah. In, in her role, to where she could step into any of the films, and Captain talk about how she's coming back to Earth to mm-hmm. help out, because this villain had just destroyed another she's planet. She's basically that the she sheriff. Had followed and she knew, yeah. was coming to Earth. So yeah, she's here to protect us. So I think. If they're going to do Avengers movies again, they, it needs to be 10 years. 2029, so that when it happens, it is a big deal. That it's, okay, like we've waited, it's been 10 years since Endgame, and now we get a new Avengers movie with Sam Wilson leading the way, you know. Of course, at that point, he would have been in the MCU 15 years ago. Right. But you get my I feel point. Like in a decade, though, in a decade, we're gonna have to see an entirely new cast. Well, okay, here, okay. Here's which, the thing, which so is in, exciting. That's super in exciting. In ten years, in ten years, we'll have. I think we'll still have Spider Man. He's uh, young enough. You'll just be in his mid twenties, probably married to MJ. Hopefully, you know, we'll have uh, Mark Ruffalo. Hopefully, he'll still be around. You know, as th- as as Hulk. Um, 
Chris Hemsworth probably would have said goodbye to by then, but maybe he can come back in some kind of reprised role because, you know, Thor is a god. He lives for a very long time. And extremely long time. And so we have some of the... We know the characters we have, but I think we're going to get Namor. I think we're going to get the Fantastic Four. I think we're going to get X-Men. I think we're going to get... We're going to get Shang-Chi. We're going to get the Eternals. We've got Captain Marvel. We've got all these characters that they can build around and continue so that when the Avengers comes... But here's the other thing. What is the next galactic event that brings the Avengers together? And there's only a few things that I think could do that. Galactus, you can bring the Silver Surfer, but that's a mainly... That's, that's there so then... That would make sense for the all the Avengers in the universe to come and fight against right. Galactus. Right, that, that would make sense. Um, the one that my pick, and they've kind of already started this, is the Scroll um, Army. Now, if you've read Secret Wars, you know where I'm going with this. In for those of you who don't, I'll recap real fast. In the Secret Wars, there's this people called Scroll, and we see this in Captain Marvel. They can take on the form of people, and, and they look like them. In the comics, what they do is they kidnap some Avengers, study them, learn their habits, so that when they go, you literally cannot tell a difference because they've gotten in their heads, they've analyzed them, they've got their memories, they've got their mannerisms down, like, you don't know. And that would make so much sense on a galactic event because they're trying to get back Captain Marvel somewhere, maybe they're pissed off Thor, or I don't know. But, you know, like, there's just something, that would be it. I think Galactus is a greater galactic event because there's greater consequences if Galactus wins. Scroll just throws this curveball of almost like they can start a Civil War two because they can in the comics they draw they create a divide between some of the Avengers and when it comes out you realize oh hey we've been fighting this scroll people and now they can't trust each other and like it splits up the Avengers Tony can't trust himself. Tony's dead, obviously, but, you know, that's one way that they could go. Right, yeah. That's that's definitely a direction they could take. Um, and, you know, thinking about the... Thinking about the direction is exciting to understand. Where where can they take it from Spider-Man? Yeah. Now, uh, where, where, do we, where do we see it going from here? Uh, when you think about Captain Marvel, you think about the Guardians, you think about Thor, they're... Otherworldly heroes Valkyrie. now, Valkyrie. They're they're not on Earth. To where in Avengers, as they opened up New York in Age of Ultron, that was a very Earth centric crisis. Right. To where Earth's finest heroes showed up, mm-hmm. but is Captain Marvel necessarily needed? Is Thor? Are the Guardians these individuals now who are the universe, the galaxy's heroes? Um, to where now do we see the Avengers in, let's say, nine years, if they make an Avengers film, is it just right. Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, and Black Panther? Well, I think that's the interesting thing with the whole Eternals. You know, we've MCU's rumored, I don't know if they've confirmed it yet, but that they're going to have the Eternals. And I don't know if you know what the Eternals are. They're, um, they're people that are thousands and thousands of years, and they've uh, they created... Uh, basically in humans and they, they've but now they've lived on Titan so technically uh, Thanos is a descendant of the Eternals but he's got a deviant gene that's why he doesn't look human he kind of looks like 
almost closer to Hellboy, like a purple Hellboy, right? Than anything else, you know what I'm saying? Like, so they might go that way. That like that's because there's got to be something going on in the galaxy, and there's got to be something going on, on Earth that makes it tie together. Yeah, definitely for for a. Avengers movie to bring everyone together mm-hmm. and for it to make sense and not just be a movie where we're trying to see things blow up. Mm-hmm. Another yeah. character we might see is Adam Warlock. And that'll be interesting because he's super powerful too to see him interact with uh, Captain Marvel. And um, so, I mean, what we're looking at hope 10 years journey of phase four or what, what it could be. Uh, I'm mostly excited for Spider-Man, and I'm excited to see Doctor Strange 2, um, Black Panther 2, as Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, So James Gunn's doing that. He did the first one. He didn't do the second one. Uh, He's busy doing a Suicide Squad reboot. Once that's done, then we're going to get Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So depending on how fast they can shoot uh, Suicide Squad reboot, uh, we're probably two or three years away from as Guardians of the Galaxy. I think Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is 2020 or 2021. Well, that was the original timeline. Okay. But now that they've rehired... They, they originally fired James Gunn. They rehired him. And, but he's in the middle of doing a movie. So they pushed it back. It's probably more likely 2023, 2020, or 2022, 2023. There's a chance it could be 2021 if he can wrap up and they can get Guardians right. of the Galaxy 3 rolling you know, pretty quickly. Yeah, I'm super excited for Doctor Strange too. I am too. I, like, I, I don't know where that story can go. That's the one for me. Like, for me, it's, you know, okay, you had that end credit scene with with, with the guy, I'm totally blanking on his name right now, but he's, like, taking the power from sorcerers, you know. To me, that doesn't, at what, what we've seen in Endgame, that's kind of like whatever, you know. Like, well, I mean, there's nothing that's going to top Endgame if you think about a, a solo film. Yeah. Because that was a... That was a crisis above yeah. anything. Now, as far as Black Widow goes, there's a way that she's not dead. Because think about it. At the end of Endgame, what does Captain America do? He goes back in time to return the stones to where they are. He takes the Reality Stone and Mjolnir back to Asgard. He takes uh, the Tesseract and the Mind Stone back to New York. And he takes the Soul Stone back to Vormir. So what if he can give the soul stone back to that planet and in return he gets the soul that was sacrificed for it. So that's one way. And to, maybe basically to get the soul stone you had to sacrifice what meant the most to you. Mm-hmm. So in order to give the soul but stone back soul you could receive soul. what meant the most to you which is Black Widow. Exactly. And okay. there was a love that Cap had for Black Widow. We've seen that. Yeah. They clearly had a connection. And I think it would be cool because you could kind of she becomes a galactic character because there's no way for her to come back to Earth through time. She's stuck in 2014 to live five years, and you could run the Guardians of the Galaxy could run into her in nowhere or, you know, um, Xandar. Right, that'll be exciting to see. It'll be fun. It'll be fun way to see the direction that they go. But you know, what do we know? That's why we have this podcast. Oh, that's why we have this podcast. But that's why we love watching these movies, and that's why we we've, we've been fans for a decade. Yeah, and that's why longer than that, but that's why we MCU go opening night to every single one of these films. Yeah, uh, I mean, we already bought we, our tickets for Spider Man, right? I mean, it's, we're a month and a half out, but we did. It. <laughs> we we were the first ones, I yep. think, in the world. Front row, reserve seating, 
Tessa Mark Place. But um, that's all we got for you for for our episode four. Episode um, four. In the books. Be sure to check us out and rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We want your feedback. Please take a moment to share us with your friends. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, send us your thoughts, you know, to the show inbox, stillpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and starting next week, we're going to have our sponsored episode. So thank you for those that have joined Patreon. Uh, and if you haven't, please do. It's a dollar. That's all we care. We give a buck about you. So please give a buck about the show. That's all we say. Because without that, this show's not going to continue. It's not going to be, be become reach its potential. Um, so patreon.com slash stillpodcast. Become a preferred member today. Um, be looking out for the next episode. we got bonus episodes coming your way. And have a great day, and we'll see you next time.